This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Pine Tower for Breakfast is brought to you by McDonald's. Open and ready to serve your favorites? Download their app today for some daily deals at participating McDonald's. Today, little quick one, little talk. About Arizona, Arizona, Florida, Arizona, Florida, Texas, as far as the season, what may happen, what's going on, and the dream bracket, brought to you by Todd Zalecki, right here on Pine Tar for Breakfast. In the air to left field, going back on it, it is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home! Ball what up and welcome to another episode of pine tar for breakfast i am your host kevin franzen voice of one of the voices one of the many voices of the philadelphia phillies and here to bring you a little bit of a little talk today just on uh what's going around the news um Arizona has been the biodome we we've heard that and that would play out with every team being out there uh, expanded rosters, certain situations where you know you're you're going to have 11 fields, and the you know 10 of them are spring training diamonds, and then you have the one in, at Chase Field where the Arizona Diamondbacks play. Now that's an interesting scenario. Um, it requires a lot of travel to get there. Um, I, I think you're you're looking at an area in Arizona that yes, there is a lot of people there. Are there enough hotels? Is it enough to quarantine guys and, and keep people there? I, I just don't see it. I, I think being in one area, you're going to get people cooped up and, and want to get out and do stuff. And that is not what this whole thing of getting the baseball season is about. Um, I, for the players, they really need to understand that at some point, and I do, they do understand, um, this is a business, number one. Number two, maybe even more than that, is this is entertainment for the fans. And during a time that we're looking for some positivity, uh, is it at the expense of the players? Now, I've I, I've been listening around here and, and in Philadelphia area and people hammering on certain players for not wanting to travel, and I think that's crap. Uh, if people are going to be away from their families – for quite some time, let alone pregnant wives, uh, with possibly, it doesn't even matter which baby it is. I'm sorry, it does not matter which baby it is. It's all special. It's all ridiculous. It's all the greatest thing that could ever happen. So for people to, to, to bitch and complain about players not wanting to do this, I, I just I can't, I can't side with you. I can't get on that, that side. This is not a sports talk radio show. I'm just giving them an opinion about this because for me, it's personal. I, as a dad, I couldn't imagine being, you know, and being able to be there for my daughter Tenley's birth. I, I can't complain about what these guys are saying. And it is one of the aspects of this. 
you know you're not a uh a circus clown you're not you're not to do this you're not to do that because fans say so because of of certain things the players want to entertain the fans but at the expense of their own health i'm sorry that's that's up for debate that is up for debate uh now the second scenario that we've heard is more i th- this is the of the three scenarios I, I do think this is the one that makes the most sense and that's the cactus league grapefruit league um having the you know the the east division in florida of the grapefruit league and uh, you got five teams over that way. You got five teams down southwest of Florida, um, and then you have the what would be the west part of Florida, with the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Tigers, which are the only ones that would be inland, the Phillies, um, and the Pirates. I, I think that, to me, having 15 teams and being able to figure things out, I. Obviously, the odd number of teams is not going to help. I I think when we look at scenarios, why is it? Well, because there's hotels in those cities that guys can drive back to and be there and be in a bubble as they, they may be, not just in certain areas trying to figure out, are there enough hotels and are there enough, you know, there's going to be certain situations where I feel like playing at these spring training sites they're equipped for the most part they are equipped with arizona with florida you're going to deal with a lot of of mother nature number one arizona it's going to be 115 degree of dry heat it's not fun if you really want to understand what it's like i lived in arizona for a little bit stand underneath a hair dryer and place the hair dryer in one spot let it go for a little bit and you, you, you start to feel like a little bit of a burn. You might want to move. Well, you know, every time you move in Arizona, it still follows you. So being able to play day games, not going to be that easy. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of things, obviously, in Florida. Um, rain is a big one. And usually at 5 o'clock in, in certain areas, it's going to rain every day. So you got to take that into perspective. Uh, this whole thing is not easy. It shouldn't be easy because the whole thing that we're dealing with in our country right now is not easy. Uh, I, I do think that when baseball does return, because it will return this year in my mind, uh, I, I think we're going to be looking at, you know, 100 games at most. Uh, you're going to have possibility of players having to take a little bit of a pay cut. And I'm not I, I'm, I'm speaking for players. I'm speaking for my my terms. I, I think that players are going to understand in the long run it is important for them to go play. And, you know, if it's 100 games, if it's 120 games, if it whatever it may be, they want to get out there because they know how important this game is, not only for, for money, for all that. They literally know how much they mean to fans, to fans' anxiety. And again, I, I've talked about this with so many people on, on Pine Tar for Breakfast, and it is one of those things where I feel like this is the year that you should be, as a fan, grateful if you get it. I'm not going to tell you how to act, but I'm just saying it is one of those things where I do think that being at a baseball game, watching a baseball game, listening, hopefully in this case, WIP, 
to Scott Fransky, Larry Anderson, and myself, it is imperative that we just enjoy it and be grateful. This is a weird year. Yes. We can get to the norm next year if that's the case. But for this year, whatever comes about, I think we as a society, as baseball fans, just enjoy it. Please. Please. This is a time for as Americans, as citizens of this beautiful country, to step back and to stop bitching for a little bit and to appreciate and be grateful. And hopefully sports will do that. Hopefully your loved ones and, and those that are affected by uh, you know COVID-19, you're able to hug them again. And if you aren't, I am so sorry for your loss. And I hope that something as far as maybe a Philadelphia Phillies game, maybe a baseball game, will take an hour or two of that grief and maybe just kind of divert it for a little bit. That's all I care for. I just care for a little diversion. And if it is able to divert a sadness, uh, a little bit of anxiety, or a lot of anxiety, then I'm all in. And I totally understand that, and so do players. Because this is not you know, about baseball. This is about us as Americans, as the, you know, as a world um, dealing with this pandemic. So with those two scenarios, you can understand why I think that, you know, less travel as far as you're going to be in a car or bus, it's easier. Um, You're able to play a lot more teams and get a lot more games in, I do believe. I just don't understand the the Texas one and adding another. I just don't. It's Is it feasible? Absolutely, because there's, you know, you could have 10, 10, 10. You could have 10 teams in Arizona, 10 teams in Texas, 10 teams in Florida. And that's fine. I I get it. I just, if you're going to watch the Phillies play the Yankees almost every other series, that's what it's going to feel like. Is Is that what you want to see as a fan? And that's a big question. What do you want to see? You want to see as many teams as you can because this year, I mean, obviously you're not going to get the interleague play. You're not going to be able to, you know, this we were able to see. We're going to be going to to Seattle, to to Houston. Um, Oakland was coming. The Angels are coming. All these teams are coming to the, you know, Philadelphia that we weren't going to be able to see. So, yeah, I wanted to see some interleague play and, and, you know, different teams. Why not this year? So with the scenarios that are thrown out there, for me – the Florida Arizona one is the best. It is not ideal. It is the best of the three. That's my opinion, and that's why I have this podcast called Pine Tar for Breakfast. And I'm going to talk to you about a little dream bracket that Todd Zalecki and all the beat writers of of MLB.com have come up with. And I want to share your thoughts, my thoughts, your thoughts, same thing. Oh, we all share the same thing about what I'm seeing so far. Right here. Stay tuned. We'll be taking your order in the drive-thru at this time because the safety of our communities and people is our top priority. So if you'd like an Egg McMuffin for breakfast or some fries right now, just because, we'll be here to take your order. Welcome back to Pine Tar for Breakfast. I am your host, Kevin Franzen. At Kevin Franzen on Twitter, throw me some 
questions, some things that you like. I appreciate some of the interactions that I've had with people on Twitter. Appreciate that. Uh, Todd Zalecki has been involved with MLB.com beat writers and I've come up with a couple things that to me are, it's been, it's been really fun to watch. Uh, 32 MLB Dream Bracket rosters feature 185 Hall of Famers, 115 MVP Award winners, 61 Cy Young Award winners, 67 Rookie of the Year Award winners. I mean, you're you're talking about all these franchises, 30 Major League franchises, as well as consisting of standouts from the Negro Leagues and 25 and under stars from today's game. So that made up one team. And, oh, by the way, the, the fightings. Yeah, they took care of the twenty-five and unders. I, I I I love this stuff. I mean, as as much as we're getting into boredom, uh, the people just you, the fan, the beat writers, the columnists, the opinion, I mean, just people in general are coming up with some incredible things to talk about. And this one is awesome. And you look at, I mean, the Phillies roster for the all-time team. If <laughs> This would be just fun to have. Mike Schmidt is your third baseman. Jimmy Rollins is your second baseman. Chase Utley is your second baseman. And Ryan Howard is your first baseman. I mean, let wrap your head around that for one second, please. Okay, don't, because it's going to explode. Because to me, that is as insane of a... I, I, I really... I, I sit here just laughing. Just about the infield. Darren Dalton, the ultimate... I mean, you imagine... I think that it is it is one of the greatest dreams, you know, to think about Darren Dalton, Chase Utley together, right? Isn't that one of those things where you just sit there going, man, the two ultimate leaders and beloved by fans, beloved by teammates, but it's just, it's incredible. Chuck Klein is your left fielder, Richie Ashburn, your center fielder, and Bobby Abreu. Your right fielder, Dick Allinger, DH. Uh, your bench is pretty good, not going to lie. Johnny Callison, Sherry McGee, Greg Luzinski, Gavi Kravath, Larry Boa, and Carlos Ruiz. Pretty good. Now for your pitchers, Robin Roberts, Steve Carlton, Grover Cleveland, Alexander, Cole Hamels, Kurt Schilling, Cliff Lee, Roy Halladay, Tug McGraw, Jonathan Pavelbon, Ron Reed, Jim Castani. Like, come on. Really? I I just don't see anybody being better. Maybe the Yankees. I'm, I'm sorry, the Yankees all-time team is pretty darn good, too. But uh, just to see what the Phillies have come up with. Uh, the pitchers for the Yankees. Whitey Ford, Andy Pettit, Ron Guidry, Red Ruffing, Lefty Gomez, Wait Hoyt. <laughs> Wait Hoyt. Mel Stottlemyre, Mariano Rivera, Dave Rigetti, Goose Gossage, and Sparky Lyle. Yogi Berra, Luke Gehrig, Tony Lazari, <laughs> Alex Rodriguez, Derek Jeter, Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Babe Ruth, Reggie Jackson. Oh, and their bench happens to be Don Madeline, Robinson Cano, Roger Maris, Greg Nettles, Paul O'Neill, and Bill Dickey. I mean, that's that's stupid, right? That is stupid. But for right now, I think... Uh, Seeing what the uh, Phillies did against the 25 and unders. They got shut out by Walker Bueller. Seems like that's a uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to go with that's pretty routine or we're going to be seeing a lot of that from Walker Bueller in that star-studded lineup of, of the Phillies. Um, they took game one. And, you know, for me, when I look at these simulations, you just it just gets you thinking about the game. How would people interact? How would, you know, the certain eras mix? Uh, and to me, there's a lot of guys on the Phillies roster that I just, I, I sit there and marvel at. And it isn't about just being here for the organization talking about it, but you had the Phillies beating the 25 and under all-stars three to two. And it was Jimmy Rollins who basically stole the show yet again, big game, another big game for Jimmy. I I've, I've been around big, big time players in my whole entire career in life. And Jimmy Rollins is one of the greatest when it, when it matters. Like it, it's like he, he works at that same level all the time. And when people say, you know, Oh, he flips a switch when that time. I don't, I don't believe that. I believe Jimmy's just the same person all the way through. And he's so comfortable at being that level all the time. When it gets to a big game, everyone else has these jitters where he's just staying the same. And while those jitters bring those guys down, he just stays the same. And it makes it look like it rises. I do believe that that just because you are, I, I think the elite, the elite players are the ones that are able to stay the same all the time. And Jimmy Rollins, I mean, it, it, as good as anyone. Steve Carlton was the winner in that game. Like I said, Walker Buehler in game two, he shut out the Phillies. Uh, and then it became just the Phillies show. So Phillies in game three, six to two. Grover, Cleveland, Alexander who helped the Phillies win their first NL pennant in 1915, allowed two runs in eight and a third innings. And Tug McGraw got Carlos Correa to hit into a game-ending double play. Chase Utley had three hits and three runs scored, while Mike Schmidt had four RBIs. Game four, the Phillies 10, 25 and under All-Stars 5. Again, Chase Utley doubled, homered, and four RBIs. Mike Schmidt. Three hits, three RBIs, and Cole Hamels was the winner. The clincher, the Phillies. Shut out the All-Stars. Five to nothing. How about this? Steve Carlton, seven shutout innings. Cliff Lee comes on in relief for the final two. And I just I there's certain things you you look at the all-time pitchers, you look at the all-time players in this organization, and we know how phenomenal the organization is. And then you step back and you go, man, there's even more that aren't recognized all the time. Cliff Lee being one of them. Roy Halladay, obviously not here for that long, but the impact that he had. I mean, it's incredible to think that those two guys on this dream bracket brought to you by MLB.com and Todd Zalecki are bullpen pieces. That's how insane that pitching staff is. So I, I mean, this is the stuff that I wrap my brain around. I love, I don't know if you guys know this, but I love baseball just in general. I love the Phillies. I love just being around the game and, and talking about it and seeing it. And at some point I'm sick and tired of the simulations though. And I'm sure you are. 
But until then, let me just tell you that this Pine Tower for Breakfast is brought to you by McDonald's. Open and ready to serve your favorites. Prefer no contact? Get them delivered today with McDelivery at participating McDonald's. I appreciate you guys listening to Pine Tower for Breakfast at Kevin Franz on Twitter. Let's keep flattening the curve. You guys are doing a hell of a job. I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Let's get back to business. And we know what that business is. It's baseball. Peace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.